0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. Today's episode we're going to be talking about the new Netflix film that's coming out on Christmas Eve. Yeah, 24th of December. Don't Look Up. It's a comedy, but it's also very depressing and very current. All right, there's a lot of current affairs that happen in it and it's very reminiscent of the outside world and the world that we live in which is worryingly accurate but essentially the film is about a comet that's about to strike the earth and it's only six months until it collides and it's all about two astronomers Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence who have to convince the president played by Meryl Streep who is just fantastic in this and they have to convince pretty much the entire world that this isn't hoax that this is real and it's an extinction level event if they don't do anything about it but people being people they don't believe it so (laughs) it's very annoying because you know people are just going to be like this if it were to ever you know god forbid happen in real life because it's terrifying okay this film is both hilarious just as it is terrifying. I don't know how I feel about it overall because I'm both depressed by it but I also found it hysterical so I'm really not sure but I think what they've done is a perfect balance of managing humour with the end of the world, like literally the end of the world. So in other films we've had like a supposedly end of the world situation even though it's not really, it's just for those characters but this is quite literally, you know, the fate of the world is at stake here if they don't shut up pay attention to the people that know things the scientists it's starting to sound familiar as i'm saying this it starts to sound very familiar so yeah <laughs> look it's funny okay it's a comedy i don't think we should look at it any deeper than it's just a funny film you know this is by adam mckay who is a very very talented director and writer I love pretty much everything he's done. Now, he started off with Anchorman, and then had Step Brothers, The Other Guys, and now recently he's been venturing down into more serious routes, more Oscar-worthy um, films as well. So, The Big Short, which is fantastic, and Vice, which I really, really enjoyed. Now, this one is kind of taking the comedy from his first films, and throwing it into the seriousness of his latter films, and I think it works, like, for me personally, I think it works very, very well. Now, I know the reviews have been pretty mixed so far, and, well, to be fair, a lot of people are misunderstanding the point of it, they're saying it's too close to reality, it's terrifying, and we don't like the stance that Adam McKay is taking, saying this is basically just a metaphor for the real world, but, to be fair, it's true, like, the, the people that are complaining about this film being too close to reality, they're the problem. <laughs> like, they need to understand. It's for people like them. This is why <laughs> he made this film. Because we need to understand the very people that are going to complain about this are the very people that are going to get offended at the things that happen in this film, which have been happening in real life. So there's riots, there's conspiracy theories, there's presidential backlash, there's everything that we've experienced. In the last two years especially, but it's been going for a lot longer than that, geez. Especially recently in the UK actually for us. But I think what we need to understand is, it is doing it in a funny way, but at the same time, if you are going to get offended by something like this, if you're going to think, oh it's stupid and it's rubbish because it's trying to force an agenda on us all, that very specific type of person is the problem in the first place. So I say f*** the reviews, this film is hilarious and it's brilliant, it's so, so well made so let's talk about the details more, the directing is great, like Adam McKay does a very very good job directing it, it's paced very well, like it's quite long, it's about 2 hours and 20 minutes, but it doesn't feel that long at all, like yes, it feels like a lot happens, but the pacing is so good that it never overstays its welcome, everything happens at a nice solid speed, the comedy doesn't always land, which is fair enough, not everything is ever going to land in a film, but then the comedy that does land is brilliant, it's really, really funny, it's laugh-out-loud humour, it's chuckle-to-yourself humour, it's, oh my god, this is too real humour, it's very well done, and it's very much his style, which I appreciate, because I'm a huge fan of all his previous films, like, I can't name a single one of his past films, I don't love, (laughs) I mean, The Other Guys is one of the funniest films ever, (laughs) it's so underrated, it's ridiculous, but then, with something like this, I don't know if people are expecting it to be not funny or if they're expecting it to be kind of serious with a powerful message but the film opens with a quote which i was absolutely dying at because it's so genius comes up black screen white writing on it and it says a quote by this jack handy guy or whoever he's called something along the lines of i want to die peacefully in my sleep just like my grandfather and then it leaves it about five or seven seconds give or take and then the next part of the quote comes up to complete it and it says not screaming in terror like his passengers. <laughs> that is just brilliant. I absolutely love that. So I think right from the very start you know you know it's going to be funny, you know, don't don't take it too seriously. But at the same time there are a lot of serious things that happen in this film. And like I said at the start, it's depressing. (laughs) It's very, very scary at times too. There's a giant comet that's six to nine kilometres wide. It's about to crash into the Pacific. And if it does, it will wipe out everything. It will wipe out the entire world. So they've only got six months to do something about it. You know, Are they going to nuke it? Are they going to drill a hole in it Armageddon style? Who knows? But the president doesn't seem too fussed. Nobody else seems too fussed because the entire population is manipulated by the president and by the media sources that these people go on to talk about it and nobody takes it seriously. But this is the end of the world. And then it gets to a point where, you know, you start thinking, is it too late? But yeah, I mean it's dark. Like this film goes to some dark places, but at the same time, when there's darkness, there is always gonna be light, so there's always a flip side of that coin. You know, it's never all bad, there is always something good and when this film does get bad when the film gets really depressing there's still something nice to be had with it and the elements around their family and just the logic of time and how you know every single person alive right now we only have a finite amount of time on this earth and it's very precious you know we don't know when we're gonna go you know we just live our life as best we can and then we die that's that's all So when all these people have literally only got a few months left to live, or a few days left to live even, it starts to open different eyes, and it starts to open different mindsets about, you know, what is precious and what can we do in times like this. I think, if anything, it's very much relevant to everything we've been going through the last two years, even though we're not facing a life-ending comet, but try to comet for a global pandemic. It is sad, but it's also very heartfelt, and I almost had a tear in my eye, you know, towards some parts in it I almost had a tear in my eye because it was getting quite emotional, but for the rest of it I was just having like an anxiety panic attack with all the sporadic editing and the pace of it, it's honestly crazy but it's so so fun, like the pacing is great but the editing is tremendous, it is so well edited, it's just really blunt at times, it will cut right in the middle of a scene when you probably shouldn't want it to cut but somehow it works, somehow it's extremely comedic when they cut like that, and there are so many times when things are just cutting one on top of another, things are happening, like a rocket is launching, meanwhile people are just going grocery shopping, meanwhile the president is giving a speech, and everything's happening, people are doing completely different things, but there all seems to be this mass panic and hysteria, which rightfully so, because there's a comet heading for the earth, and so the editing feels like it's a rushed job, it feels like it's been rushed so heavily, They've run out of time, but it works. Like, that's the effect it's going for. It hasn't literally been edited just this past week before release, because it just came out today. It doesn't come out on Netflix for two weeks. But it did actually get a cinematic release two weeks prior because here's a fun fact in order for films to qualify for Oscars and all that awards, jazz, you have to release a film for two weeks in cinemas. So, what Netflix has started doing in the past couple of years at least, they've started releasing their films a couple of weeks early in theatres and then they'll release it on the platform. So, I could have waited two weeks to watch this film on Netflix, but I wanted to see it as soon as possible because I'm a huge fan of Adam McKay. I'm a huge fan of DiCaprio. Jennifer Lawrence is amazing. This cast is absolutely stacked. All right, this cast is ridiculously huge, and I hadn't seen a single trailer for this. I only saw one clip that got released, like, I don't know, was it last year? I think when Netflix were doing their Here's What's Coming the Next Year, I saw the little clip of it then, but I was avoiding all the trailers, so I went into it blind, and I had a blast. Maybe... If i'd watched the trailers i would be disappointed but i'm not sure i would because it's an absolute barrel of laughs at times as well as being depressing so i love it i honestly love this film i don't know where it's gonna rank in my top 10 of the year in my top 20 of the year i don't know i definitely need to watch it again when it comes onto netflix but for now i'm really glad that i watched it at the cinema because it, even though it's not a hugely cinematic spectacle i will admit there is some great looking shots in this film, the cinematography and the designs of everything, like the CGI is great, like it's really good. There are a lot of cuts similar to the likes of Vice and the Big Short, when Adam McKay just sort of puts a load of different shots in his films that are just really random stuff, so people all over the globe, animals fighting, the sun, the moon, the planet, whatever, like just random cuts In the middle of this film but it's honestly genius like you're either going to be committed to it and love it or you're going to find it quite boring and not understand why it's trying to be funny and why it's trying to be also serious at the same time but if you can find that balance if you can find it within yourself to enjoy this film for what it is you will have an absolutely great time with it and i will admit there was a part towards the start where i thought this is kind of weird, like, it's not really grabbing me yet, but by the end, the last hour of this film, the last, I don't know, definitely the last half is spectacular, it's really, really strong, now, there are some great performances, Leo at the forefront, I don't think he's going to get Oscar nominated, because I haven't heard a lot of buzz, but he is great in this, he is so good, he has a couple of great meltdowns, and it's just brilliant, because that is exactly what we love to see. When Leo is acting in any film, like we love to see his meltdowns. We love to see him delivering these powerhouse performances, because he is so good in everything, and he's fantastic in this, I don't know if it's one of his best, but I I think it is, to be fair, (laughs) I think it's one of my favourites for sure, I think Jennifer Lawrence is fantastic in this, Timothy Chalamet's in it too, Ron Perlman, Jonah Hill's hilarious, Kate Blanchett, Tyler Perry, Ariana Grande, but the person I want to talk about most, because he really surprised me with how good he actually is in this, Mark Rylance, he's good in a lot of stuff, Like, I'm not a huge fan of him as an actor, but he is good in a lot of stuff, like, he's pretty good in Ready Player One, and Dunkirk he's alright in, and he's, I think he won the Supporting Actor Oscar for Bridge of Spies, so, yeah, he's a good actor, but in this, he is so funny, it caught me completely off guard, I was not expecting him to be that funny at all, but he just brought the house down, he was so good, and he's kind of awkward and a bit cringe, but it's so, so funny. His performance is genuinely Oscar-worthy in my opinion, and recently I've enjoyed a lot of supporting actors in films, like Kieran Hines in Belfast is fantastic, he definitely deserves to win, but Mark Rylance, if you want to go for a dark horse in that category, he could easily be in with Shout, and I hope they actually give it a shot, because I'm not sure whether this film is going to get praised at the Oscars, or whether it's going to get shut out, is it too Oscar-baity, is it not as good as it should be, I don't know, but it did just feature in AFI's top 10 films of the year, so that's kind of promising, hopefully, hopefully they give the editing a shout at an Oscar, and Leo, I, yeah, I always hope for Leo getting an Oscar shout, but he's always unlucky, and Mark Rylance, because, yeah, genuinely hilarious in this, I absolutely loved his character, Meryl Streep is great, Every single person is fantastic in this, Like even if you don't like the character. Like Jonah Hill, he's not a likeable character, but he's hilarious, he's so funny in this. So overall, Don't Look Up is just an absolute sheer delight, as well as being one of the most anxiety-inducing, terrifying experiences I've had whilst watching a film. I don't think it's as anxiety-inducing as Uncut Gems, because that is just on a whole other level, that is the most stressful experience anybody could ever have. But with this, it's kind of stressful for a completely different reason because you know, the world is potentially ending. Like That is a terrifying thing. And just walking back from the cinema now, you, know, you look up at the stars and like, I'm a huge star nerd when it comes to that sort of stuff. I did astronomy at GCSE. I just love looking at the stars, right, I think they're fascinating, and, you know, seeing in the film, everybody looking up, and seeing the comet, and, you know, seeing all the stars and whatnot, you know, walking home, when it's getting quite dark early now, you see the moon up in the sky, you can see some of the bright stars, you can see the plough, you can see Orion's belt, but it's kind of terrifying, like, what would you do in that scenario, what would you do if you looked up, and all you could see was a comet heading towards the Earth, So, overall, I enjoyed it, but at the same time, it terrified me, you know, it scared the living shit out of me, because, yeah, that's scary, the end of the world is scary, and I know it's just a film, and obviously it's completely far-fetched, it's not actually going to happen, like, you see on Facebook all these clickbait articles, like, comets about to pass Earth at 50,000 miles away from it, (laughs) like, really, people are worried about that, but in this film, it's literally heading straight for them. it's terrifying, but there's a lot of fun to be had with it, like a lot, a lot of fun to be had, a lot of payoffs, a lot of very, very funny payoffs, stay tuned during the first credit sequence, because there is a little bit afterwards, which is funny, very, very good payoff there, yeah, it's a good film, it's a very, very, very good film, I enjoyed the hell out of it, and definitely gonna watch it again, here's the funny thing, as I was watching it, towards the start, I was thinking, yeah, I'm enjoying it, but I'm not sure I'm gonna watch it again, but as soon as it finished, I just thought, I really want to watch that again. Now, I'm going to wait two weeks. I'm not going to go pay to see it again at the cinema. However, I'm definitely going to watch it as soon as it comes onto Netflix. Now, it's a weird time to release it because Christmas Eve, you know, the day before Christmas and coming into the new year, you don't really want to watch a film about the end of the world. But maybe it is a good time to watch it because we can watch it now, then start the new year better knowing that we haven't got a comet about to destroy the earth, so yeah, it's a very weird time to release it, but definitely worth watching, I absolutely loved it, I hope everybody else does too, go and watch it when it comes onto Netflix, it's definitely that kind of film you can just wait for, but at the same time, definitely watch it as soon as possible when it does come onto Netflix, and then go check out Vice, The Big Short, The Other Guys, Anchorman, or Step Brothers, Talladega Nights as well, oh my god, great film, but just go and watch Adam McKay's entire filmography, Because he makes some of the funniest films you could ever watch. And it's baffling to me that the same guy that did Step Brothers has now done this. (laughs) But it's genius. I loved it. So go check it out. I've been Kieran. Don't look up. And I shall speak to you in the very next episode of You Can't Handle The Truth.